Hello and welcome to Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Waisner. The first topic for today is how to deal with the heat and humidity of summer. One of the best strategies that I know of is called passive cooling. That's where you have shades, curtains or drapes, or blinds shut during the day to prevent sunlight directly into the house and and to prevent heat coming in through the windows. Then at night, you open the windows to allow the cool night air into the house. Passive cooling may not be something that can be practiced in all locations, but it is an idea that you can check out. While passive cooling isn't a new strategy, it is one that can work for you. Having the blinds, shades, and drapes closed during the day and having the windows open at night and early morning can provide immense relief. Combine that with fans and or a dehumidifier as well as air conditioning and you can beat the excessive heat fairly comfortably. At my house, I installed window shades on most of the windows facing south and west, and they have done a remarkable job at reducing the amount of heat that gets into my house. And I have ceiling fans in the bedrooms and in the kitchen and a small fan in the living room. I also set the thermometer on my air conditioning between 79 and 81 most days. I really prefer the fresh air and want the air conditioning running really basically to remove the humidity. I also have the shades in the bedroom to keep out stray light at night so that I have a better sleeping arrangement and a room that is dark. Too much of something, even if that something is good, can harm your body, mind, and spirit. Getting too much light, whether from sun or artificial, or a spiritual source can result in being confused, burnt out, overloaded, overwhelmed, and unstable. You need to learn to balance your desire for light, sun, knowing, wisdom, and of all types with what keeps your body, mind, and spirit aligned and healthy. And it will be different for each and every one of us. How your actions and decisions will differ from person to person. These differences are normal. Understand there is no one size fits all. We all need light in its many forms, visible, invisible, spiritual, knowledge, intuition, and wisdom. Overheated circuits and wiring could cause a fire that eventually ignites and burns your house down. You want to avoid those same circumstances in regard to your body. You need and require a way or downtime which allows you to be carefree and spontaneous to rejuvenate and regenerate. You should allow yourself to become a child. This allows you to disconnect. You get time to feel good, play, and be happy. This break from a daily routine serves you and others in your surroundings. Whether you've been asking for help, meditating, praying, reading spiritual books, or becoming more aware or or conscious, your body, mind, and spirit need time to digest, assimilate, and eliminate before growth occurs. 
It would be like going to a smorgasbord and eating and eating and eating. Eventually, the body, mind, and spirit reject the food no matter the quality because it's simply too much. Take a break to rest, repair, assimilate, and eliminate before continuing on your life's journey. Your soul or spirit is unlimited. The body and mind are less so. Are you aware and conscious of your body and mind's need to rest? Do you ignore hints and symptoms to end up sick, exhausted, and out of sorts and saying things you don't mean? These are all signs that you need to stop and take time to rest and allow your body, mind, and spirit to pause, relax, repair, assimilate, and find relief for all activities. This pause should be long enough for stress and strain to release from all levels of your being. We spend so much time inside our homes, apartments, offices. Get outside and allow Mother Earth the opportunity to heal, relax, and repair so that you can gain the understanding of events. Be open to these energies so you're, so you're revived and can begin again with a clearer vision and understanding. Surrender into compassion, grace, and love from earth and the universe. Know you deserve and are worthy of rest, relief, and repair. You can use affirmations to reinforce this idea of rest, relief, and repair. I am able to take time to rest and allow my body, mind, and spirit to absorb, assimilate, eliminate, and repair. I call commanded man for the healing blessing of rest, relief, and repair so that I and all of humanity can be restored to our best, highest life with no limitations. I've spoken in past episodes about feeling lost or being stuck, unsure, and trying to improve the situation. Being consciously aware of the situation or circumstance is one of the first steps. You acknowledge the situation and then begin to take action to overcome your perceived limitations. Your mindset, how you think, are vitally important. And one thing you need to understand is that your brain is wired to keep you alive. It's wired for your survival. This means that you need to understand and acknowledge that your brain can be your worst enemy or your best friend. In order to get unstuck or not be lost requires you to rewire your brain to form new neural pathways. How you talk about yourself and feel about yourself vitally important. This communication matters. Any repetitive thoughts and behavior, negative experiences or traumatic events can get wired and become the default pathway. And this is how our brain and nervous system communicate. Human beings have an innate desire to make sense of our surroundings and of our experiences. And we attach our identity to that. And the brain is wired to validate our identity and only allowing thoughts, feelings, emotions, and information 
that support it. And this is where our limitations come from, what we can and cannot do. You may feel like you're in a constant battle with self-limiting beliefs, thoughts, emotions. The brain tries to protect you and in doing so further integrates the limiting self-beliefs, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Your thoughts lead to emotions. Thoughts are the language of the brain. Emotions are the language of the body. So you want to develop tools that will help you reprogram the brain. So when something happens that affects us negatively, the brain tries to protect us so that it never happens again. But if we have awareness, we get to decide what that negative experience actually means or what it's trying to teach us. Instead of just getting stuck in the negative thoughts, trauma, issues, you can change the perception of what it means today instead of going back and reliving it in the past. Many times people stuff down their feelings over what somebody says to them or something that happened to them. Instead of feeling the emotions, letting them be expressed and felt, then releasing them and letting them go. And once these thoughts and emotions are felt from a situation or circumstance, you may find a new strength, understanding, have empathy for others, and develop wisdom over what has happened and your experiences. When you've had negative experiences or trauma, the brain can become hypervigilant to protect you from that experience or circumstance ever happening again. So the key is to deal with these situations and circumstances as quickly as possible, to feel them, release them, and let them go. Trauma from childhood is especially tricky because as kids, we're really not, we don't have a system developed to deal with these issues. So you can develop behaviors and ways of being that may have been fine for you when you were a child, but as an adult, they're inappropriate. But here's the thing. You get to determine what those feelings mean and how to interpret them. So again, you want to change the perception of what your emotions are telling you. Your emotions aren't who you are. They're part of your experience. Emotions are part of the human experience. You don't have to identify them as good or bad. By seeing your emotions as part of a human experience, you can begin to have compassion for yourself and judgment will fall away and the resistance begins to wane and you can let them go. Understand that emotions don't go away just because we don't give them space. They linger in the background until they're dealt with. For survival reasons, the brain is wired for negativity. That's why you have to author the script of the life, the programmer of your brain, because the brain wants to keep you safe, but it prefers what it knows currently to the vast unknown. So if you perceive your life as negative or hellish, it will keep you stuck in that box because that's what it knows. But you can take back your power. Understand that you can't change the past. 
but you can change how you react to it. And you begin to realize that you don't have to accept the words and thoughts of others as all-powerful and being true for you. Change your thoughts, change your mindset, and you can change your life. You want to get outside of your comfort zone and do new things. Stretch, build new neural pathways. Use I am statements like I am worthy, I am kind, I am lovable. Your brain won't know whether you believe that or not, but saying it repeatedly over multiple days, weeks, or months establishes a set of new neural pathways. So you can be the author of your life, the director of your life. You can set a new course. Do you have interest in improving your immune health? I certainly do. I want to share with you some supplements and food ideas that you can add to your routine to improve your immune health. The first thing that I do is get some sun exposure on my skin. The media and medical establishment have gone out of their way to scare people away from being in the sun. You just have to be smart about your sun exposure. Exposing your body to the sun before 11 or after 4 for 15 to 20 minutes is not a problem for most people. And your body will naturally make vitamin D and, a, and other compounds that will assist in keeping your body healthy. Sun exposure after 11 and till 4 can result in sunburn and damage to your skin if you exceed a 15-minute time frame. It's easy for me to get that kind of exposure while gardening, riding my bike, or hiking. The number one supplement for the immune system is open for discussion, but it's probably vitamin C, which has been extensively studied as a therapeutic in the common cold, strokes, heart disease, diabetes, one thing it does is improve the ability of neutrophils, which is a type of white blood cell, to move to sites of inflammation and increases the body's ability to fight disease. But vitamin C also protects against reactive oxidant species, which reduces the risk and severity of a variety of illnesses. Astaxanthin is another powerful nutrient or supplement for the immune system. And one of its key abilities is limiting free radical damage to the immune cells. Now we can take a look at some foods that you can consume. And the really good ones are fermented foods like kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, and miso, as well as beverages like kefir and kombucha. All are known to be beneficial at improving the gastrointestinal tract mucosa and decreasing the harmful bacteria. Personally, I like sauerkraut and I have it in my refrigerator right now and I should eat more actually. I can't get past the smell of the kimchi, but I do use miso and yogurt and kefir. Another form of food are the medicinal mushrooms like shiitake and reishi. 
that have been studied for many years and used for hundreds, if not thousands of years in traditional oriental therapy. They stimulate and modulate your immune system by activating lymphocytes and dendritic cells and improving secretory immunoglobulin found in your saliva. Another immune system beneficial material is curcumin, which improves antibody response and modulates T-cell and natural killer cell activity. The problem for curcumin is it's not easily absorbed by the human body. And Eastern traditions have typically added it to foods which have black pepper and fat, which help improve the bioavailability of curcumin. And while there are any number of substances that can be helpful to your immune system, the last one I'm going to talk about today is Korean ginseng, also known as Pax ginseng, which is a strong antioxidant and powerful immune-stimulating properties. It can improve the function of B cells, T cells, macrophages, and natural killer cells. I personally take Pax ginseng as a tea. It's not necessary to take any of these foods or supplements on a daily basis. You might find one or two and take them twice a week. Have you ever heard of the reality principle? That phrase was coined by Jack Welsh, who was the former president and CEO of General Electric. The reality principle means that you see the world as it is, not as you would wish it. You find out the reality, the actual reality of a situation before you make any decision. When I look at the world, I see a a lot of people who are living in a world of delusion. They have wishes, hopes, fantasies, and illusions about themselves and the world. The vast majority of the population appears to consider themselves in the top 10 of the population in terms of intelligence, personality, and the ability to influence others. You do not want to live a deluded or a delusional life. You want to be grounded in a solid foundation of truth and reality. And that, beca- and that can be hard because people are influenced by mass media, books they read, and the people that surround them. Each of us have gifts and talents that, if developed to the highest level, could change the world. You have the mental abilities and capabilities to accomplish extraordinary things. The only limits on your ability are those that you put on yourself, called self-limiting beliefs. But you possess unlimited ability to develop your intelligence to a very high level. You can learn anything that you need to learn. I remember reading that 30% of the people who graduate from college never pick up another book. I'm reading constantly. There have never been more opportunities or possibilities for humanity and for you in particular to succeed in your chosen endeavors. And even though we have gifts and talents, we may be lacking other vital components, but we can all learn and develop the qualities by clearly defining them.
The thing to know is that even successful people started off lacking certain qualities and abilities, but they were able to develop them. And so can you. I like this quote from Pericles. What you leave behind is not what is engraved on stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. So what do you think of that quote? For me, it says relationships matter. Communication matters. Get to know the people around you and what makes them tick and why they are the way they are. It's also about a connection to others, showing them that who they are matters to you. Encourage others to do great things and grow that connection. Act in a collaborative manner. Be willing to work with everyone and make them feel like they are part of the team, part of the family, and that together you can accomplish great things. And to always be willing to compromise, to create the win-win situation or scenario. Relationships matter. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Infinite Possibilities Abound. Come back next week for another episode. I'm your host, Debbie Waisner. Have a fabulous week.